So I have Hagar. Um, please unmute Hagar Abdul Noor. Please unmute yourself and ask your okay. question, Dr. Samantha. Yes, Assalamualaikum. I'm a sister, sister Laura Abdul I am from Houston, Texas, in the United States of America, and um, I am studying uh, Chinese acupuncture and Chinese herbal medicine. Uh, at Texas Health and Science University. And I, I do go to school with uh, many people that are from China and um, I don't really get a prejudice feel from them. But my question is, if China is, um, you know, like a form of a, they have like a form of a dictatorship, what chances would it be for me to be successful in practicing acupuncture if, if I may feel very intimidated due to the fact there's a dictatorship, I may not feel like our people have much of a chance if it was so hard for you, you know, how would that work under the two different type of governments if my question is making sense at all? But that's just what I was wondering. Okay, uh, so I can um, try and see here, dictatorship. Um, let me put it this way. China has one, over 1.2 billion people. Now you can imagine if those people were in a democracy and everyone is, because I, I tell you democracy is nice, but sometimes I don't think it is because yeah. it causes confusion. What happens in China is they don't vote. They don't ask questions. They are just told, oh, this one is this, this is this, and they do it. And they don't question, they don't, you know, and I think that's something that has really helped them to go through what they go through. Um, and some of them, when you ask them why, the answer they give you, for me, I think it's okay because they say, you know what, I have everything. So what is it that I want? Because the government, what it did also was it subsidized most of the things for their people. So they've got access to a lot of things. They, they've got houses, they've, they have everything. So for them, the need to even say, I don't want this one or I don't want this mm -hmm. one, they don't even think about it because everything is okay. So I would say that has helped them in a way, though it has made them somehow, I feel like the, some of them really don't, think outside the box because they wait to be told. That's another disadvantage. But uh, for, the, for the career path, um, I think what you're doing is, is really good. Um, I'm not sure, like you're saying, if you come here to do it, you would uh, face prejudice. Is, is that the question? Or you'll be di discriminated well against? Well, yes, that, that is like kind of scary because when you're you're telling that part that you went through, I'm like, well, if it's still there now, I mean, I, I'm in America. So, of course, that's there. That's here in the United States, too. Then it's like, man, am I going to go to face the same issue? Uh, is is that what 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 difference would it be than being like put down by the white man here? And then the white man has influence Asia. I mean, this is all Asia. We're Asiatic people. Yes. But the white man has influenced China in their opinions too. So it's like, am I going to face the same thing? Because, you know, you know, they, they may not have the knowledge of themselves either. So am I going to face the same thing? Will it be as difficult 
as you or do I have to come there and say, hey, let me find that lady from Zimbabwe that can help me find a job? Like, are you the only one I can come to or what would I do? You know? <laughs> right. Uh, honestly, uh, I don't want to make this like as maybe the whole of China is like that. Um, let me make it clear that there are some Chinese people or some Chinese companies that, you know, are not discriminatory. They, they accept anyone and everyone. And then we've got some places where it's like this. So I think it's also just like any other country that you can go to a certain job and then you'd find maybe some people who don't accept you and judge you based on where you come from. And then you can go to another company where you will be accepted. So it's like that here in China. Uh, but majority also, uh, I wouldn't also want to call it um, racism. I I always want to call it, I think they they just lack knowledge or exposure. Some of them, they've never seen people like us before because most of them are not well-traveled as we are. So some of them really don't know what to do with us. And also remember the media shows stories of, you know, black people or Africans in a very bad way. So when they think of Africa, they always see the negative. So it's also up to us to try and teach them or show them who we really are so that they understand us. And that was the balance, um, Hagar, because Dr. Samantha, she made it clear what her challenges were but she didn't sit down and lie down. She challenged the, the stereotypes. And as a result of challenging the stereotypes, she was also able to educate those ignorant persons who probably fought in their mind that we were synonymous with these monkeys and what, that's, that's their education, that's their thinking. Yes. So there's a, there's, a, there's a scripture in the Bible, in the book of, um, Hosnia that says, how can they know except they have a teacher? And how can they have a teacher except one be sent? So if you, if you travel to any country with an inferior mind, mm. then you will be slapped around. You will be pushed around and your spirit will be broken. But if mm. you go to any country, know who you are and knowing how to defend your position, then you will look forward <laughs> to discrimination. You will look forward to disrespect. You would look forward to these things because it gives you a an opportunity to teach and to train the ignorant, okay? That's a teaching opportunity, which you should relish as a teacher. <laughs> so you got to engage in some spiritual ac acupuncture. <laughs> Thank you for your question. <laughs> 